Hi, this is Janine, and you're listening to KUCI 88.9 FM in Irvine. This is Get the Funk Out. In today's show, we're featuring the film Uncle Gloria, One Hell of a Ride, a film by Robin Simon featuring Gloria Stein. And both are going to be joining me in just a bit. I want to tell you a little bit about the film. Uncle Gloria, One Hell of a Ride recounts the astonishing true story of Butch, the macho owner of a South Florida auto wrecking company who, in a desperate search of a way to hide from the law, transformed himself into a woman named Gloria. But what started out as a trick to beat the system ended up changing Butch's life forever. Now in her 80s, Gloria's stranger-than-fiction life has been filled with risky surgeries, sex work, family dysfunction, activism, and a gender-bending love story. Full of humor, warmth, and sass, Uncle Gloria is a rollicking ride that must be seen to be believed. It's my pleasure to welcome to this week's show, Robin Simon and Gloria Stein. Well, hello there. Hi there. Well, hello, Robinsky. <laughs> How are you? Good, good, good. I love that we're doing this together. This is Thanks. so wonderful. Isn't that sad? You know, you sound like you're in right in the other room here. I know, I know. I'm That's telling you. Where are you both? I wish I was. One's in Florida, <laughs> one's in New York. Where are you both located? I'm in L.A. Okay. Gloria is in Florida. Fort Lauderdale. In the Fort Lauderdale area, and I'm in L.A. Okay. Yeah, I'm in Orange County. Right. Oh, okay. You sound far away. No. Doesn't no. she sound far away? Now, wait. You you said Orange County. We have an Orange County here I know up here in do. Orlando. I know you do. I know. Uh-huh. Okay, but I know which one you're in. Okay. <laughs> All right. You're a far cry from Orlando, my dear. I know. I know. I'm an ex-New Yorker, though. So, uh, oh, okay. Oh, so am I. Yeah, I'm from Brooklyn. Oh, you are? I grew up in yeah. Manhattan. That's so funny. Oh, okay, cool. So yeah. when, Well, they have the best pizza in the world, I swear to God. Oh, I know. I think this is the first time we're doing an interview on the for the uh, on the phone together like together we've you're done right done interviews mm-hmm. for the same article or whatever but this really? is the first time right. we've been on the phone together oh, so who are we doing this interview for so i'm who with knows? i'm with KUCI 88.9 FM where you see Irvine's radio station uh-huh oh c- because it's it's playing uh, uncle gloria is opening up in LA november uh, yeah. this friday november 3rd through for a week at the Cine Lounge in Hollywood. Right. And also it's uh, starting its streaming run on November 7th on Amazon and iTunes. Fantastic. So that's why, yeah, it's sort of... Would somebody please explain to me what streaming actually is? (laughs) Like Netflix, iTunes, Amazon, you, you, you know, go there and you look at the movie and then you click play and it's streams right onto your television. Or your phone or anything. Uh, On your phone, see. too, yeah. yeah. I'm sorry. This world's getting a little bit too Gloria doesn't have me. her own email. I'm, I've been trying to get her to get her own email. So. Oh, really? <laughs> Robin, dear, it, it took me almost 80 years to learn how to use the iPad and computer. What, are I you know, kidding me? I know, I know. <laughs> I'm okay. still back in the days of the flip, fl- uh, flip phone. That's so funny. <laughs> So I want to back up a second. Uh, I already mm-hmm. did an intro of the film. How did the two of you meet? Robin, how did you decide to feature Gloria and, and do this film? Well, it was almost 15 years ago now that um, uh, Gloria's nephew, uh, you know, I guess they were talking about filming 
this a part of a sex reassignment surgery. She had already had a, a few other surgeries, but this was part of it. Mm-hmm. And we started talking about doing a documentary together. And this was way before Caitlyn Jenner or Transparent or before the world of transgender people was so prevalent in uh, the national spotlight. It's way before. Transgender people were very much a subculture. But, of course, when I, you know, she was older Mm -hmm. and having a... I beg your pardon. I know. (laughs) She wasn't in her 20s, let's say that. And I thought it was a fascinating story about, you know, you're never too old to be who you want to be. It's never too late to do what you want to do. I didn't know she had been running from the law at wow. that point. Right. That story didn't, that element of the story came later. Unbelievable. I mean, it's like a film that you would see, you know, with an arc, a character arc and plots and, but it's, right. but it's real life. <laughs> you know, I want to... I know. It does seem stranger than fiction. Right. Yeah. <laughs> I, I want to share something with you, which is why I wanted to chat with both of you. When I was growing up in the 70s uh, in Manhattan, I was really young. My mother was a, a psychologist, and all of a sudden I noticed these uh, people would come into the apartment, and they weren't quite male, and they weren't quite female, and I, she would tell me they were transsexuals. And I didn't mm-hmm. quite understand what was going on, and, and I noticed slowly these guys who were very insecure and not comfortable in their own skin, they were learning to walk and talk and carry themselves as women, and, it, and some of these mm-hmm. people became our friends. So I have a very high... A level of understanding, and I don't understand why people don't accept people. I mean, because I grew up with this. Well, it's like, for example, if I wasn't in the game, so to speak, and my father said he wanted to put on women's clothes, I'd look at him like he's flat out of his cotton-picking mind. <laughs> so if you don't understand it, yeah. to me it's a, excuse the expression, it's a dumbass thing. Yeah. If you don't understand it. I mean, you said in the film, you know, be who you are, be happy, live your life, live your own life. Oh, I, I, and I firmly believe that. And it's really about, I mean, the film, to me, the message is about acceptance. Yes. You know, that, that regardless of how you get into whatever you're into, that people around you and society in general should accept you. I agree. So... Uh, that's an important message, especially for today. Since well, that's so quite a much. statement. Should accept you. <laughs> Come on, oh, look what's going on today. Are you going to? Are you ready to accept all these things that are going on today? Yeah, but you have to accept people. I mean, obviously, you know, uh, not people who kill people. But if you're happy being some way and you're not hurting anybody, as you live are, live and let live, live. Right? Yeah. Right. Exactly. So if you're not hurting someone. Then, and you're happy, then people around you and society in general should accept you for who you are, for your choice. I agree with that. But I do want to mention one of the things I did notice, Gloria, about you is that in the film, you said that, you know, the way you handle anger was so different now as a woman than when you were butch. And I... Oh, my God, yeah. And, and I thought, I was thinking to myself, she seems so much happier... Now, obviously, you went through tremendous changes and ups and downs. I mean, the name of my show is Get the Funk Out. 
And we, uh-huh. we all uh-huh. go through these awful times, and it's just, you know, if you're determined and you have grit and perseverance and you believe in what you want, that's really important. So what I saw is you being this very strong person, you never imagined that getting in trouble would lead you to wanting to become a woman and you become happier. Well, there's a little bit more to it. Uh, when I was 11 and 12 years old, I was taken over by an older woman, an older girl. Okay. And uh, we got into sex, every, anything you can think of. We got into cross-dressing. We got into uh, whippings and spankings, and uh, that was a lot of fun. I had a hell of a good time those, uh, those like, four four months I did it when we were on vacation. But um, this thing just didn't come out of the out of the blue. Right. I never really wanted, you know, all, all those years to go and do what I did. But, uh, well, you know how it happened with the film. Mm-hmm. Culturally, uh-huh. you know, you're talking about the 1950s, 60s. You know, culturally, uh, it, it, it just, you know, wasn't thought of. You know, right. it was very much a hidden subculture. So, and and oftentimes, you know, uh, Gloria's therapist, who we interviewed, who's not in the film, said mm-hmm. sometimes something triggers it. And I think Gloria being free, finally, you know, from her second marriage, yes. mm-hmm. uh, it, she was finally free to be herself and explore who she really was. And that uh, compounded by having to dress as a woman full-time to avoid, you know, the police, uh, those elements came converged for the right time for Gloria to come out in all her glory. Wow. <laughs> Full force. Gloria in all her glory. Yeah. <laughs> I like that. I yeah, like I that. I like that, too. In all her glory. How- now, chances are, if they wouldn't have put out that second writ, of bodily attachment, I would have never gone and done this. Mm-hmm. But okay. once Yvette said, Gloria, uh, Gloria, why don't you come and live with me? They can't, they won't find you. Because a writ, one of these writs of bodily attachment will last 60 days. If they don't get the body by then, it's null and void. Right. So I started dressing full time in Yvette's place and, uh, I said, you know, I like this. I like this very much. And I mean, that's you, what you started. You had to go full-time because if yeah. you were out as Butch, you could have mm-hmm. gotten picked up by the police during those that's very days. That's right. So you really had to go full-time and experience yeah. as opposed to just doing it, you know, like once a week for kicks, you know. And I, I, I think it really changed everything. Sure. What exactly is that? They were going to pick you up for bodily attachment? What it's called, I don't know what how California is, but it's it's called a writ of bodily attachment issued by a judge. In other words, to the sheriffs or whoever, <clears throat> go pick up the body and bring it in front of me. Okay. Because um, I owed a fortune of money to my ex-wife. No amount of money satisfied her. Mm-hmm. But anyway, um, so... I was in jail for 120 days the first time, and uh, when they put out the <clears throat> second writ of bodily attachment, I think about eight, nine months later, I said, uh-uh, I'm not going through that again. 
that's when my friend Yvette said, come and stay with me. Don't, don't stay in your house. Don't drive your cars and all that. Right. So that's what started it. So a writ of bo- you know what a writ of bodily attachment is now. I do. Thank you. <laughs> Uh, so, how did it feel to be putting your life on film? <laughs> yeah. I don't know. I how did it never. Feel? I never gave that a thought. I had no problem doing that. Uh, bashful, I'm not. No, I can sense that. <laughs> I'm a graduate of anti-shy school, so mm-hmm. I was Gloria, head of the class. <laughs> when yes. you saw the movie for the first time, yeah. What was what was it like to see your life? like that the yes. first time when you when you saw it for the first time i think it was at my mother's place Something i don't like that for you truly i believe it was truthfully um i don't know i wasn't falling all over myself thinking you know i'm the world's greatest excuse me minute. frosty leave her the hell alone damn <laughs> i've got a big white cat that loves to pick on my little baby peanut anyway but uh I don't know. When I first saw it at your mom's apartment, it was it was different. But I don't know. I can't. <laughs> I you can't laughed, explain. You it. cried. <laughs> oh, I cried oh, over sure. <clears throat> over the part with the uh, with Kyle and Gary. Sure. Yeah. Yes. I, yeah. I <laughs> I still cry over Maybe that. Yeah. Oh, speaking of crying, we lost uh, we lost Koki a couple oh. weeks ago. We had oh. to put her to sleep. And that's Aww. that's got Dan and I torn up pretty, oh, pretty yeah. good. Oh. Anyway, but that's that's neither here nor there at this point. And how is Dan, by the way? Dan, mm-hmm. Dan, the man. <laughs> Dan the man, pain in the ass. <laughs> <laughs> but, but he's my pain in the ass. That's the, okay. Um, Dan has a problem, and it's Dan's problem because he knew going into this film with open eyes and open ears. He knew that he was going to be on film, and he knew all of this. Right. But Dan doesn't always think things out. Mm-hmm. Oh, I know what's going to be on film, but seeing it on film, it... Uh, it's another story. He's a pain in the ass. Yeah. Well, you I know, tell he you? did share some very oh, yes. intimate details. Yes. And, you know, when I did interview him, I mean, he, he was very... Uh, he thought deeply about what he was saying. Mm-hmm. Yes, and, he did. Uh, he did a wonderful job. You know, he 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 went deep. That's great. And uh, so I know he. It's like mixed. It's like he knew. Yeah. But we you know shot... what really threw him over the edge with the film? Right. No. When he saw when he saw my inner thighs <laughs> on film. I mean. My inner thighs. I mean, you see inner thighs when you go to the beach. I right. know. Exactly. Well, he did. He's you very know what he went with this. Yeah. I know, but gee, many Christmas. He's old. Three hundred years old fashioned. Yeah, wow. he didn't. He didn't want to see Gloria in her bra and um, no, panties. no. That oh, okay. was the big okay. thing that bothered. He's still having a problem with that. I know. He'll have a problem with that for the next. Uh, 71 years. I know, I know. But, but here's the thing. When I see you speaking to a group of students about mm-hmm. what you went through, I don't know if you both realize the impact of sharing your story and being so blunt and forthright. It's just, it's a gift to people. Well, I do know one thing. Every time I finish talking with the group, I always have individuals coming up. Oh, Gloria, let me 
say thank. I, I want to say thank you. Can I take a picture with you and all yes, that? Exactly. And uh, right. yeah, that's. I'm impressed with that. I think if I have to say so myself. And you know, I know I got through to a lot of people. You oh, yeah. did. You did. And and it's you know, this is not for me. This is not an LGBT film. I don't like mm-hmm. to say it's it just in that category. For me, this is a film for everyone. Everyone, right. whether you're young or old, whether you're having family difficulties, relationship issues. I mean, this, for me, is a personal journey. You happen to, you know, go through a sex change operation. You happen to, you know, switch genders. You happen to be in this relationship that's unique. But mm-hmm. for me, this, this story is just your your journey and and. People can relate to it, and it's an interesting, fascinating story, regardless whether you're a part of the LGBT community or not. What would you both like to You know, people... before I forget, let yeah. me say this to you, Robin. Yeah. Uh, regarding the film that's going to be shown again on the 29th? Yes. Do you know, I've got at least 50 people that I can think of that have already seen the film, and they want to see it again. <laughs> you can see it again. There are so many twists and turns. Like, just yeah. when you think right. the movie's going and you've got to figure it out, it, like, takes another turn, and you're, turn and you're like, what? What just happened? Right. Well, yes. what, what, what happened? <laughs> and so uh, it is, I, I tell people it's like a trip down the rabbit hole. Unbelievable. <laughs> You're Alice in Wonderland. Alice in Wonderland. Down the yeah. rabbit hole. Like, the characters are, you know, crazier than, you know, mm-hmm. any people you would meet. And uh, it's just, they're, it's just very, very entertaining. You know, I so, feel, I feel now, like, yeah. Janine, is that your yeah. name? Yes, it is. Janine, okay. Yes. Now, I want you to know that everything you saw in that film yes. was the truth. I Nothing. Nothing was added. Right. Everything was the truth, yeah. even down to my cussing. I, I sense that. <laughs> yeah. You didn't well, have we, we shot it. Anything. You know, we, we started shooting it. It was almost 15 years ago. And yeah. then we, we were, like, did, were like on a break for 10 years. And then I found the tape of the surgery when I moved out to L.A. And I said, mm-hmm. I wonder if Gloria's still around. Wow. I, also known well, as alive. I wonder if Gloria's still <laughs> wow. around. Where the hell do you think Gloria's going to be? She's going to outlive everybody I know I of. know. You I know. will, for sure. I will. Yeah. I know. Yeah. I'm planning on it. <laughs> Did the two of you... Now, Janine, yes. that, stuffing, that stuffing part yes. of, of the uh, movie. Yeah. Right. Yeah, when we started that, when Dan and I started uh, arguing about that, we didn't know we were going to be filmed. I sensed that. I was going to ask yeah. you about that. Yeah. Yeah. Because yeah. he seemed pretty but angry. <laughs> that right there was nothing planned on that one, right. if anything. Yeah. And then the fight about the turkey, you know. Yeah. That, that's. I still hear about that. To this day, I hear about that for Stunk of the Stuffing. Right. We, we were setting up to do an, an interview, or we were setting up to shoot this dinner, the Thanksgiving dinner scene, and all of a sudden, I hear a fight breaking out, you know, in the next room. Oh, my God. <laughs> and I go, you know, to my cameraman, quick, quick, just roll. So you could actually see, like, the cameraman in the background, like, setting up lights. No wonder and why he's so another angry. another camera was started yeah. shooting this crazy fight oh between gosh. the two of them. And they do. They yeah. fight like that, but then they make up and they laugh. And uh, it's it was very 
charming. Unbelievable. Lord, I love him in my own way, but he drives me up one wall across the ceiling and down the other wall sometimes. Yeah. So listen, i got to wrap up soon, but I want to tell people where they can go find ahead. out more about the film and more about you. Okay. So where where should they go, Robin, to find out more about so, the film? So, uh, well, com is the website, but uh, in Los Angeles, November 3rd, starting November 3rd, this Friday night at the Cine Lounge on Sunset, uh, it's going to run for one week, and then beginning November 7th, it'll be available on Amazon and iTunes and other digital platforms uh, starting November 7th, and then it'll be in Miami 29th and 30th, and then hopefully we'll be adding other cities, too. Fantastic. I want to thank both so of you Robin so much. So, Robin, going to be in Fort Lauderdale on the 29th and yeah. Miami on the 30th. Yeah. Where is it going to be shown in Miami? At the Bill Cosford Theater. It's part of an educational series okay. called okay. Living Together. Okay. I'll get you the flyer. All right. Okay. I'm going to send it to Wonderful. You and I put everything up on my show blog, which is getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. Okay, good. All right. Send, send me a link. I will definitely send you a link. Thank you so much for calling in, both of you. It was great chatting with well, you. Well, thank you so much. Okay. Thank you. I really love the film. Oh, thank you Thank so you very much. Thank you. Okay, all right. take care. If you missed any part of this, all the info is up on my show blog, getthefunkoutshow.kuci.org. And if you'd like to be a guest, just email me to Janine, J-A-N-E-A-N-E, that's J-A-N-E-A-N-E, at KUCI.org. And you can also follow me on Twitter at moms underscore rock.